owners of a direct care practice are more likely to experience higher job satisfaction than the insurance-based practice, and it's no wonder why. Direct care is independent of insurance. Patients pay the doctor directly for their expertise. The doctor gets full autonomy in how they care for patients and how they get paid. We've chosen this path for the love of medicine. This is the direct care way. By listening to this podcast, you may even start to believe you too can have a successful direct care practice. Come listen with an open mind as I share my personal journey on how I pivoted from an insurance-based practice to direct care right in the middle of a pandemic and the valuable lessons along the way. This podcast may be the very thing you need to revitalize your medical practice. I'm your host, owner of a direct care podiatry practice, Dr. T. Nguyen. Welcome to episode seven. Here are the seven things I love about direct care. Now the list is actually way longer, but here's just a small sample of what I've been experiencing in the second year of my direct care practice. You ready? I think you're gonna really enjoy this one. Number one, I have more time with patients. And more time with patients means a deeper connection, which is the reason we all went into medicine in the first place was to help people, right? And also when you have a deeper connection with people, you can have higher compliance rates because now that you've established that you actually care for the patient by spending more time with them, they're more likely to want to listen to what you have to say. Now, on average, doctors in the insurance-based model spend about six to seven minutes face-to-face with patients. Even if the appointment time is set for 15 minutes, the remainder of the time is devoted to billing and charting. Now, how sad is that? And no matter how technologically advanced we get, we all still crave that human-to-human interaction. Our charting, billing, and scheduling can easily be replaced with artificial intelligence, but patient care cannot. This will never be replaced with technology. And I want to share something with you. When I went through residency and fellowship training, the mentality that we all went through was to learn as much as you can, be a sponge, so that we are prepared for the real world. And this is a really great philosophy to have while in training. But the reality was, in private practice, or in general practice, We really need to hone in on the art and science of medicine, which is decreasing the probability of a bad thing and increasing the probability of a good thing. But when I left my training and went into private practice, my mentality stuck into that high volume mode. So I was ready to see patient after patient after patient. And you know, for us, because we're so specialized, we can see a problem, diagnose it, make a treatment plan, and carry on our way to see the next patient. And that was the pace that I was functioning at right out of training. Then reality kicks in, and patients started to say things like, I wish my doctor would spend more time with me explaining what my x-ray showed, or why I got this pathology, or why does this treatment plan make sense, and what happens if I don't. And you really can't accomplish that in six to seven minutes, even Even if you do, patients aren't receiving that information in that short of a time span. So having more time with patients is incredibly valuable. And do you know what more time with patients can do for your business? 
they can command more dollars because your time is valuable. So don't forget that. Number two, my schedule is completely up to me. Yes, there, this is true when you own a private practice already, when you have your own business. I mean, that was the point of us running our own business, right? To have control in our schedule. But what if I also told you by becoming a direct care practice, you would gain an extra 10 hours a week. What would you do with that extra time? And I'll tell you how you'll get this time back. It's actually very simple. When you're in direct care, you're seeing fewer patients. So the volume goes way down to whatever you want it to be, actually. And if you can see fewer patients, then you're doing less charting. That in itself saves you time. And if you're not having to deal with a lot of the insurance burdens, because they require certain documentation and a checklist of criteria in your SOAP note, in your chart note, for it to be considered or qualified to be paid, you're not having to fuss with extra charting anymore. So that's how you get your time back, is having a direct care practice. So how I choose to spend my time is being with my daughter when daycare is closed, or she can come to work with me because my schedule is much lighter and it's easier to manage. Whereas when my practice was insurance-based, I had 20, 30 patients to see in a day, there's just no way I had the mental capacity to take care of patients and chart and take care of my daughter all simultaneously. And you know what patients say now when they see my daughter in the office? They want to see her. They want to say hello. They have questions about her. They want to know where she is in her growth phase. What new skill has she learned? They want to interact with her. So she is a big part of my practice. And there are days when patients ask, more about her than they'll ask about me, which is fine. I love it. Other things, I can pick up a new hobby. You probably heard in my first episode, I tried out pole dancing. Wasn't for me, but I got to try that out anyway. I can take care of myself. I can have more me time. I can work out better. I can socialize, actually go to mixers and events to relax. And relaxing is very hard for a lot of us. I get it. But when you have the time, you can do that. It's your choice. Number three, I'm free to experiment. Nothing in medicine can be guaranteed. No treatment or surgery can 100% guarantee a positive outcome without a negative outcome. When you give out an antibiotic, there are side effects. When you do a surgery, there are risks involved. So when I have a protocol and I see that it's not working, I can quickly refine it and change the protocol immediately. I don't have to go through someone to ask for permission or to go through a long validation process to implement change. That also means I can adapt new innovations quickly and guess where people are willing to spend money in innovation, in technology that helps people walk sooner and stay active. Number four, this is the real obvious one, getting paid right away which means there is no tracking of unpaid claims, smaller ARs, if any, fewer incidents of using a collection service, not having to deal with the frustrations around deductibles, 
that reset or barriers between insurance's demands like prior authorizations or chart notes or justification for the thing that you're ordering. There's no billing codes. There's no fear of insurance audits or any other BS metric that's unrelated to patient care. You know, payments continue to decline and it's all for what? At the time of this recording, gas right now has gone up to $5, $6 here in California. Electricity bills have gone up, water bills have gone up. The price of everything is soaring and it just doesn't make financial sense to wait on a payment for 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, 12 months. It doesn't make sense anymore to run a business in this way. So getting paid right away helps you keep your doors open to help more people. Number five, community. I'm in a community amongst other dreamers and dare takers. Direct care really isn't mainstream yet, but I think it's really amazing to be at the forefront for others to see what's possible, especially in a time where a lot of doctors are saying or discouraging their children from going into medicine because of the nature of insurance-based medicine. And there's already a significant shortage of physicians in the U.S. There isn't enough being put out. Or physicians that are in medicine are now just leaving medicine. So we're, we're in a place where we're not really sure of the direction of medicine as a whole, but we can certainly do it on an individual basis. And I believe direct care can solve a lot of our frustrations as doctors. And being within the community of like-minded minds is valuable. And that was the one thing that helped propel me into my direct care practice faster than I could have imagined doing by myself. I know the direct care path isn't for everyone, but it can be for a lot of people. And essentially, we're doing this for a bigger purpose. We're doing this to take care of our neighbors, to ensure that they can function without pain, deformity, or the burdens the financial burdens of medical care. And with that, we can ensure economic growth for the little sphere of space that we take up, help people not with just healthy bodies, but healthy minds. And our purpose is huge. It's really for the sake of humanity. Something that I learned from Brene Brown's work is that clarity is kindness. So price transparency is kind. Confusion is never kind. So that's my three goals. The three C's is number one, to be clear. Number two, to offer choices. And number three, create a community to help restore the love of medicine in a more impactful way. Number six, all patients are my ideal clients or patients. And I hate to say this, but there was a stretch of time where everybody who walked through my doors were not the ideal patient. And there were some who just kind of consumed my energy. I would throw everything at them, all of my offerings, and then some bend over backwards just to have in return a patient who is just not willing to be compliant or take responsibility for their own care. Some people were just looking for that one magic pill that would negate all of their bad habits or the one surgery that will fix everything for them and yet they go back to their old ways. You know, and at the time I was naive enough to believe I could help. 
but it took me the longest time to accept that I was not for everyone and it was my moral obligation to hand off patients in which I could not help, that there is somebody more fit to help them. But now that I have a really nice protocol set in place, it really sets the precedence or the tone of the practice. So what I've done most recently is implement a booking fee. What I used to do is just accept a percentage of people would be no-show on my schedule. And then I transitioned into charging for no-shows. It was like $50 for not showing up without prior notification. And now I've changed the language to it being a booking fee. So if a patient even wants to be on my schedule, there is a non-refundable booking fee. And I adapted this from other direct care specialists and all of the service industry, like photographers, my hair person does it, my eyebrow person does it, high-end spas. And so just having that one thing in place really set the tone for the rest of my practice so that people understand that it's not a place that you can just not show up at. When they put their dollars in, then they're more committed to the outcome. And then lastly, number seven. Number seven, it's my favorite number. It's the number of this episode, the last thing I'll talk about. Number seven, peace of mind. I'm choosing a path that aligns with my values. I deeply value relationships quality time with patients, ethical care, rather than restrictive insurance-based care, and a balanced life. Because not only am I a doctor, I'm a wife, I'm a mother, and I'm multidimensional. My life doesn't exist in just my clinical practice. So knowing that I chose a path that works in all of the arenas that I desire to have makes me a better physician. And I can't even believe it. Just two years ago, I had no idea what direct care was. I had the idea of a concierge practice, but I believe direct care is elevating this experience to a whole nother level. And now that I know the benefits of a direct care, I feel obligated to share that with you as you're listening to learn more about direct care and especially in podiatry, it's possible to have the perfect practice. And it's possible for you to drive that, to direct it however you wish. So how you decide to receive this information is now in your hands. But just knowing that options exist for podiatry that is not insurance dependent was very freeing for me. And I hope this gives you some something to munch on some information to marinate over and think about. I just want you to know that there is a life outside of the insurance-based system, and this is totally available to you as well. So if you're a physician wanting change, I'm going to ask you to stop saying something. This one thing that we have all been saying for a very, very long time, and that is saying, I just want to be a physician. This day and age, that is just not enough. And that was the reason why we even have managed care is because we all said, I just want someone else to take over the business of medicine so I can practice medicine. And look where that attitude has gotten us. We created a system that we not only asked for, but it's also killing us. We've lost autonomy. Patients are not getting better. Medical bills are still the number one cause of bankruptcy in the U.S., 
And this is in a country that touts medical advances. And yet we rank last in health outcome measures among other high-income countries. I know we can do better. We may not be able to change the big system, but we as individuals can change our experience in medicine with direct care. So I hope you enjoyed my list of the seven things I love about direct care. If you have a direct care practice, I would love to hear what you love as well. So please share that with me. My information is in the show notes. I look forward to being with you in the next episode. Thank you so much for being here with me today. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please like, share, and subscribe so more people like you can have access to another way of practicing medicine, the direct care way. Let's connect. Find my info in the show notes and send me your questions. It might be the topic for future episodes. And lastly, if you remember nothing else, remember this, you are in control of your life. See you next time.